0: In association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith. Family and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host a farmer, a former agri business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Well, hey, folks, I'm Archie Mason, host of That Farm Life Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. As always, we're here to share stories of individuals across the rural landscape, those who are involved in agriculture and always want to try to offer some practical advice and help of how to deal with the stress and strains of life. If you're like me, where I live out in Arkansas, I was up at daylight this morning, uh checking cows and doing that. So it's always something that's going on and happening. Also, too. You've heard me say this before. Uh, Here, this is a safe zone. We just have a conversation with folks uh, across the landscape here in the U.S., and it's okay not to be okay. We just want to kind of help you not stay that way. So anything or any uh, idea or any thought somehow that we can help you, we'd be glad to do that. Check out our website at agrihealth.net. We've got some great resources. You can read more about it. Today, we've got a very special guest. It's Dr. Lauren Hendricks. She is the Interim Associate Department Head of Family and Consumer Sciences for the Division of Agriculture here in Arkansas. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Laura.
1: Thanks. It's nice to be here.
0: Yes, ma'am. Well, Dr. Laura is an Arkansas native. So, uh, Doc, if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and your family and how you're connected to agriculture.
1: OK, well, I, I grew up in a small town in Arkansas and we had a commercial poultry house that that was our Family time together was working on the farms. We had the poultry house, we had a few head head of cattle, we had some hogs. One of my favorite farm chores was slopping the hogs. I felt like the little girl from Charlotte's Web because they would come running up to the fence making their little piggy noises. And then my grandparents also, my dad's family farm was in Arkansas, and they had commercial chicken house and Cattle and big vegetable gardens all of the time. So that's kind of my my family history.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So uh, poultry, hogs, and cattle. You're you're pretty well rounded in in all of that. So what was it like with poacher houses growing up as a kid? What what kind of comes to mind when you think about that?
1: Well. You know, I said my favorite story, my favorite farm tour was uh, slopping the hogs. My least favorite farm tour, I'm almost even afraid to mention it, was picking up dead chickens.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But it was pre automation. So we uh, loaded up wheelbarrow with the feed from the auger in the chicken house and wheeled that through the house and put feed out and changed the waters and my parents used to like to say one of my first jobs on the farm was washing the waters in the chicken house because I didn't have to bend over to do it because <laughs> I, was, I was three. Yes,
0: uh, yes ma'am.
1: And uh, one thing, though, I loved when we had the chicken house ready for the new baby chicks to come in because it would be, have been cleaned out and we would have clean shavings down and the, the heat on and it... Uh, was just kind of the the nursery ready for the baby chicks.
0: Oh yes, ma'am. You know, you you brought back a memory when I was in college at Arkansas Tech. So I didn't know anything about. us from uh, Eastern Arkansas, so it's all row crop farms and horses and a few cows kind of stuff. But I would uh, we'd be in ag class, and these guys we all had to work jobs. We, none of us had any money, so we were working away through school. And they'd come in. It was almost like they had chicken feathers in their hair. And I'm like, "What is wrong with y'all? What are you?" And they were catching chickens at night. And I had never, they're like, yeah, you need to come get some of this. I said, no, that's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from that. Well, hey, you do have the background then for agriculture, for sure. Now, you're involved in a family and consumer sciences. How? What caused you, what led you from the pig yard, uh, cows, the poultry into uh, higher education? What What got you there, especially that specific degree?
1: Well, we were in 4 H growing up, my brother and I were in 4 H. My dad had been in 4 H. My grandmother was a 4 H leader. So we were a multi-generation 4-H family. And I knew our extension agents pretty well. So the ag agent and the back then we called them home economists. And So when I went to college, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I knew that I liked all of the subject matter areas that were covered in family and consumer sciences. And that's just kind of where I landed. And then I was uh, on campus one day and Extension was interviewing for summer interns. And I landed one of those internships and I've been with the Cooperative Extension Service ever since.
0: Wow. Wow. When you say you've been with them ever since, if you don't mind me asking, how long is that?
1: So that was my first county agent job was it started in 1990.
0: Oh, wow. You have been with them a long time. Uh, That is awesome. That is uh, that is good stuff. So how does family and consumer sciences, how does that, you know, you you like that you started out uh, interning through that. How did you how does that fit with ag exactly? Help our listeners understand that.
1: Sure. Well, I like to say that family and consumer sciences is all of the art and the science of the critical components of quality of life. So we cover food, nutrition, food safety, health, human development, personal well being, stress management. And then my subject matter area is personal finance and consumer economics. So I'm also an accredited financial. Counselor, oh, wow. and I think that's just really important. All of those areas are important for all families, but financial management, I think, is especially important for farm families. We know that farm income is what what we call in my subject matter area volatile income, and that just means that you don't have the same paycheck week in and week out, or month in and month out. There are some times of year when you'll have Uh, more expenses, and sometimes a year when you'll have more income. So it's a little bit different kind of financial planning that we have to do for the household income because it's not the same month in and month out.
0: Yes, ma'am. Well, here's a question too, just made me, so it's kind of a detour, side detour. Here's what I'm learning. So I'm older, I know how I was raised, but uh, we have a generation of, of younger people coming up that many of them are not even in our area as a farming area are not as familiar with agriculture as what I believe they should be. They, right, they think, well, I'll go to the store, get a loaf of bread and you know, it's kind of how it works. And so there'll be a lot, there's some listeners out there listening to this that the majority of them are going to understand the extension service and the resources and the benefits and all the areas that uh, all that they offer. But there may be some out there who say, Hey, well, she just, hit on something here. It said finance, economics, well-being. Uh, you said the critical components. Let's just dive a little deeper into that and so say, if somebody's out there and they say, hey, I'm I'm a single mom. I got three kids. I know there's an extension service. Have they got some resources that would be good for me just to go by there? And if I go in I, and I just need to talk with somebody, what do I even ask uh, to... You know, you know, what do I ask? How can I get some help in those areas like that?
1: Well, we're really we have extension. The Cooperative Extension Service is in every state in the United States. So every state has an extension service. We are actually part of the land grant college system. So in Arkansas, our 1862 land grant college is the University of Arkansas and specifically the Fayetteville campus. So, every state is part of the land grant college. In Arkansas, we have offices in every county. So, that's offices in all 75 counties. And the mission of the Cooperative Extension Service is pretty much the same today as it was when it started over 100 years ago. And that is to take reliable information to people around the state through non formal education in an effort to improve. Quality of life. And so that has always been agriculture and family and consumer sciences. And then our youth program is 4 H. And in Arkansas, our official title is University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service. And so within the Division of Agriculture, we have the agriculture and human environmental sciences programs that are on campus. We have the Cooperative Extension Service, which is that outreach piece contacting citizens around the state through all of our county offices. And then we have the research stations in agriculture, which are the latest cutting edge research in agriculture. So we have the Rice Center, and we have the Horticulture Center. We have several research stations around the state, and those scientists, researchers there are helping us to be some of the leaders in the nation and in the world. Oh, yeah. Products that we have.
0: Yes, ma'am. So anyone can probably, they can go online, they can Google University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service. You can find it. Reach out to that office there in your county. I just get on the phone and talk with them. Ask them, uh, you know, all the opportunities or resources they have. Maybe we can help you with a specific project. O- OK, Dr. Water, let's talk about the Annie's project that you are involved with. You're an advocate for that national program. Uh, tell us about the program, uh, what it is, how it got started.
1: Well, Annie's project is risk management education for women who are in any kind of farm related farm enterprise. And the I am on the national advisory board, and I'm also the state contact for Arkansas. Um, and I would say also in Arkansas, Arkansas women in agriculture and the Farm Bureau Women's Leadership Group are very involved in Annie's Project. Also, it's risk management education, and it deals with production, marketing, human resources, legal, and financial. Issues. So it's education in all of those subject matter areas, and it's usually conducted at the county or the multi county level. So again, people can contact their county extension agent for more, more information. The web addresses for extension is here, or for the Division of Ag is U-A-D-A dot edu. Okay. There's a link for the county directory for people to find their county agents, but there's also just a wealth of information on the website as well.
0: Awesome. Hey, and we will put that in the show notes. So if you said, hey, I didn't catch all that she had, just uh, pull up the notes. We'll have it. Mandy will put that in there for us. Now, you mentioned all those areas. So there's some courses that are available uh, and there's a lot. I'm just looking on the notes that Annie's Project has had over 19,000 women in the last 20 years. That's a lot of ladies that have gone through that. Uh, What are some of your maybe some of the stories? that you've heard from the time that you've been involved with it, that uh, would be good for our listeners to maybe, maybe there's one or something you can tell us
1: about. Sure. Well, a couple of things come to mind. One thing that I see all, all the time is during the Annie's project, it's a multi-session. It's about 18 hours of training and we try to bring in area experts. So some of those researchers in ag and the county agents and people from farm credit the women who are participating actually get a chance to to meet those people and build a relationship with them. So then when you are looking for those resources in your county, it's a a little easier to find those folks. Um, And then I, I really enjoy watching people learn new skills. So part of Annie's project, the women participants have an opportunity to select some of the topics that are covered. I had a group one time who wanted to practice backing up a trailer. Yeah. So we brought a <laughs> yeah. truck and trailer yeah. onto the property and helped them and let them practice backing that up. And there have been other kinds of, of, of how to take a hay sample. Mm. So we've learned how to how to do that. So in addition to those, to that knowledge, those knowledge areas that we cover, we ask the group what skills they want to learn and actually do some of those things. And then kind of a spillover benefit that I've seen in Annie's project is that because they're coming together several different times and spending all this time together learning and practicing new skills, they're just kind of naturally forms this great support group. So it's so nice for women working in this field to have that connection, that group of friends and kind of an unofficial support group.
0: So, again, if if some of our listeners want to get involved with uh, Andy's project, say, for example, ladies want to sign up for some courses or there's an organization that maybe would like to sponsor be involved, how would they do that?
1: Contact your county extension agent, UADA.edu, or shoot me an email, lhendrix, H-E-N-D-R-I-X, at UADA.edu.
0: Yes, ma'am. Well, folks, there you have it. Dr. Laura, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. A wealth of information. Hey, as I stated, we'll have it all listed in the show notes. You can get the website and get the links. I can reach out. I would encourage you uh, to do that. You, if you're not involved in your county with your extension service, either through 4H or all the resources they have, there's a wealth of information there there to help you. Just pick up the phone, give them a call, or shoot them an email. I know they'd love to visit with you and uh, to help you out. Hey, if you enjoy listening to that Farm Life podcast. Uh, subscribe or follow us there uh, on your favorite app. Uh, we would always love to hear from you uh, too. If you've got a story that you'd like to share, you can email us here at info at agrihealth.net to let us know about that. Hey, as always, it is a safe zone here and we want to help out any way we can, whether that may be uh, helping you understand a little bit better about finances and economics as uh, as you kind of walk through life. Because, again, we're about helping you walk through the stress and strain of that farm life. Hey, you have a great day. Uh, I look forward to seeing you back next week. Until then, keep farming and keep the faith. I'll see you then. You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast. Planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life podcast is a creation of the Agri Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth one word dot net. Thanks for listening and until next week, keep the faith.